Okay. <laughs> Welcome okay. to Christina <laughs> sticking her whole hand in my dog's mouth. <laughs> well, you know how you yawn, ladies and gents. <laughs> you know how when you yawn and someone else stick their finger in your mouth? <laughs> I accidentally just did that to Tucker and I didn't mean to. He was yawning and I was going to love on him my whole life. <laughs> he was like, ah, ah, ah. Poor baby. Yes. <laughs> Good morning, good night, good afternoon. This is Destination Wedding Pod. The ringing in the background. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Right now, let's talk about Tucker. Okay. Um, the ringing in the background is Tucker. Um, there it goes. <laughs> that ringing. So today, I think we're talking. Oh uh, yeah. So I just had this idea of seeing. I mean, because. Okay, so TVs and movies have weddings that happen, and they, <gasps> <laughs> but they have you know failures or things that happen, and so I thought it might be cool, like so, to pick some of our favorite ones, TVs and movies, scenes, and see if there's other, you know, real live stories that happen like that, right? Yeah. I mean, would that be was that how you would explain that? Well, yeah, but did you go off in a rabbit hole? I did some rabbit holes. I did some <laughs> some left turns. I don't know. Okay, well, I stayed on track this time, so go me. Yeah. Well, let's hear perfect. what happened first with you, Laisha. Okay, my first one is The Wedding Planner. Do you have that one? I don't have any movies. Um, also, is that with Julia Roberts? No. Oh, sorry. That's that my best friend's Taylor? wedding. Yes. Okay. My best friend's wedding is Julia Roberts. Does she actually get? Tell me about the movie and what happened. J Lo, who we love, who we love, falls in love with Matthew McConaughey, who we also love. Oh, we do love J Lo and Matthew McConaughey sponsor us, and he's the groom. So she's the wedding planner, and oh, the and he's wedding like a planner. Blinder. Yeah, the wedding planner falls in love with the groom, basically. So I found a story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Go ahead. I got this off of Reddit. My friend is the wedding planner I'm telling this story about. He is a good-looking, straight male that has an amazing eye for design and detail. He can do everything from wedding dress design and execution, flowers, you name it. And his services are not cheap. They don't sound cheap. And they don't also sound like they should be cheap. I don't have anything to do with um, the dresses and stuff. And we're not expensive. No, <laughs> no, exactly. He had a bride who called him up a few days before her wedding, and she told him she couldn't go through with the wedding because she was in love with someone else. The conversation went something like this. Bride, I can't marry him. I just don't love him anymore. I think I'm in love with someone else. <laughs> uh, wedding planner. What do you mean you're in love with someone else? Your wedding is in five days. Oh, God. Bride. Well, I'm in love with you. You just get me. Okay. I've never met anyone else like you. Him. That's my job. <laughs> Do you know how much your parents are paying me to get you? <laughs> 
She ended up getting married five days later, and it was never mentioned again. Well, well, I mean, but, you know, people do, like, you know. But also, if you can fall out of love that easily. Well, and your parents are paying for your wedding that much before. You're probably just well I mean, no offense to whoever did this. Sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Please sponsor us. Okay, well, my, um, so, no, you have to be very careful in the plan, because you're giving people what they want. And people do take that as, you know. So when Grey's Anatomy, there's a bunch of weddings there. But the one, and this is why I wanted to do this one, was Christina's eyebrows. So I remember Mama Burke took all of her eyebrows and she got, first of all, <laughs> she, um, but her whole forehead, but it was just so sad. Um, and so I found one. So a single mother of three has revealed that she was dumped by the man she was about to marry. And was embarrassed to leave her home for a botched microblading treatment. Left her. She was dumped by the man she was about to marry and was embarrassed to leave her home after a botched microblading treatment left her with four eyebrows. Four. Four. <laughs> yes. Okay, I maybe thought we were about- going in the opposite direction. How do we <laughs> add on eyebrows? <laughs> this has happened. I don't know. What's well, maybe microblading? Maybe that will be a new trend. I don't know, but she initially was initially excited when her daughters bought her a two hundred and fifty dollar Groupon. Okay, here just a Groupon. Oh maybe when it comes to stuff like that, don't do it for the treatment because she said it was she was born without eyebrows. It's Sandra O. However, the discounted microblading session went horribly wrong, and she ended up with four eyebrows instead of two. <laughs> Not only did this result shatter her self-confidence, but also led to the demise of her relationship. I, he broke up with her. He said he could not marry her because of her eyebrows. She had to end up having to get them tattooed. I don't know what microblading is. I guess it's is it my is it tattooed? Microblading is a form of tattoo, and those okay. can last for. So I want to get my eyebrows microbladed, but um, it's like four hundred dollars or something, and it lasts for four years, up to four years. So, but it goes away, so I don't understand. And there's makeup. Well, so. she had to get a tattoo, I guess, to put them both together. Because I seen the picture, and it was just like for real. Um, and the, but she looked like everybody likes to look now with their fucking stupid ass eye. No offense to you, big eyebrows people, but I hate it. But she looked like those people look. <laughs> you don't like my I eyebrows. hate it. I mean, not right now. But I, I just hate the way girls. Do. I hate. I, I just hate it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. My next one is Monster-in-Law. Oh. This one also has J-Lo. Oh, yes, And Jane Fonda. Yes, I love this movie. Me too. I love J-Lo. I also love Jane Fonda. She shows up in a white dress, <laughs> and there is a slap fight before the wedding. <laughs> so I found both. Really? Yes. The real-life mother-in-law shows up in white... It was. It looked exactly like a wedding dress, but the photographer photoshopped all the pictures with her in them red. Oh, that's good. So she had on a red dress, and then this one was interesting. In Nigeria, a Yoruba wedding was taking place. Traditionally, both sides of the families provide food. The groom's side of the food was finished in no time. A VIP guest showed up from the groom's side, and it was very important that the mother-in-law take care of them and have them served right away. The mother-in-law approached the bride to get some of their food as their caterer had just shown up. 
Bride declines and says the food in the back was for someone else. Mother-in-law ignored the bride and dished out food for these guests. Caterers just watch. She's the mother of the groom. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? The bride stopped them on the way to the table and ordered that the food be returned. The bride physically took the tray of food and poured it all back into the containers in the cooler. The mother-in-law felt disrespected. She slapped the bride. The bride slapped her back. The groom decided not to go through with the union oh, and left good. with his family. I mean, not good, but good. I mean, if that's going to be happening, you can't be it. Well, I, yeah, I don't know the ins and outs and all the traditions and shit, but well, if both any, sides any, are any supposed to be. cultures slapping each other. No, 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 I'm talking <laughs> about the food part. Um, like, why was she not giving out the food? Yeah. Because from what I understood from the tiny little bit that I read about it, please, people in Nigeria <laughs> or that are having Yoruba wedding, <laughs> um, let us know. Also, sponsor us. But it seemed to me that both sides were supposed to, like, provide food for the wedding. Okay. For the, so there was, and like, so nice it did seem like part. that was the tradition. Oh, okay. It yeah. didn't seem. So well, I don't either way. why the bride would have declined to serve that specific person. But, okay. Very strange. Yeah. Okay, so we all know my next one is, this is going to be cool, though, different. Friends, when Ross says Rachel. Mm-hmm. And so the bride doesn't say the wrong name, but let's figure out what she does to you. The <laughs> wedding was going on full steam ahead. A beautiful ceremony had taken place. Vows had been exchanged. Confetti was thrown, and tears of joy had been shed. The whole shebang. After the ceremony, guests started to take their seats around the tables. Food was being prepared, and wedding speeches were having their last-minute run-throughs. The day was turning out to be a wonderful event for everyone, with smiles all around. As the dinner guests took their seats, the groom announced that he wanted to say a few words. Keeping a straight face, he asked all the guests to stand up. I want to play a game. Keeping a straight face? Yeah. No, he said, I want to play a game. He asked everyone to turn over their plates and see if there was a little dot on the bottom. If there was, he asked all those that had one to remain standing. Guests were confused. What kind of game was this? As the majority of the guests sat down, those who remained standing looked around at the other men who were there, too. You could see the sheer nerves drawn <laughs> up on their faces. There was a sudden realization of what was happening. The men stood awkwardly, and the wife's mouth was wide open. Everyone in the room was confused and staring anxiously at oh, the groom. Oh, no. I think I know Waiting for him to going. continue his speech. So he went on with his awkward moment. He announced uh-huh. to the room that everyone who was standing up had been having an affair with his wife. Oh. He had a teary smile on his face, and you could see the heartbreak in his eyes, and you could hear uh-huh. the pain in his breaking voice. But what a way. So he had to... Go through and find out where he found Delta, I guess, the night before. But he wanted to play it off. So he had to go through and find out where all the people were sleep, sitting that were sleeping with his wife. And, I mean, you know, and go through with the wedding because he wanted yeah. to do it that way. And, of course, he had it unrolled afterwards. But Wow. I mean, that has literally nothing to do with <laughs> yes, the Friends a, episode kind at of. all. Yeah. No. Because he could have said, Ross wasn't cheating. <laughs> yeah, God. No, he wasn't. You're right. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually do have a Friends reference in this one coming up. Well, that's not a movie. You said all movies. for your- Well, the main thing is Sweet Home Alabama. I love that one. 
she found out that she had not been divorced. He never uh-huh. signed the papers. So there's the friends uh, reference, and okay. that really did happen. <laughs> and so this is one of those that happens a lot, and it took me down a really sad, dark hole, so I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get a lot of stories. But let's just say there's a lot of men out there that are still married when they are marrying you. So just make sure everyone is divorced before they get really? married. Really? Because you can do that? If you don't say you were married before? Oh, because their names are the same. So they don't end up... Yeah, so like Tim, for example, he does have a divorce decree, so I know that he's divorced. But he, if he was still married to his previous wife, then and didn't provide the divorce decree, the courthouse is not going to really check that out. Right. But if it ever came up, he would be in a lot of trouble. Oh. Well, okay, that's the only thing you have for that. That's sad. Yeah, that's the only thing I have for a couple of them. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, so you know the Sex and the City one? I don't know if it's the movie or the show. I think it might be the movie. But anyway, no, it's just, it's no, it's a movie. So but Carrie had the big wedding set up, and da da da, da and then she shows up. To I've the never wedding. seen Sex in the oh, City. No, I don't want to give it away. You should though. Anyway, give it well, away. Like have to. So, but Big says he wants to talk to her, or says he can't because it was just too much. Well, then he takes off, and they, so she leaves him at the altar. He leaves her at the altar. And then she beats them the hell out of him with their bouquet in the middle of the road because he tries to come back and say, "Never mind, I changed my mind," but she'd already been oh, humiliated. Yeah. So, being left with the altar is pretty bad. But being left with the bill is even worse. So, this is what happened to 27-year-old Quinn. She was only a week away from her wedding and was left with the $35,000 bill for wedding cost. Oh, my gosh. Most people would freak out. However, Quinn did something truly incredible for the homeless community in Sacramento. The cost for the first fancy hotel and catering for the wedding was not refundable. Her friends and family did not want to celebrate Quinn, being selfish, called a homeless shelter. And instead of sulking the fact their wedding day was canceled, she threw a fall dinner for the homeless community. Aww. Her first, her family first gave her the idea. Being extremely emotionally upset over the wedding, they wanted to see something good come from all of that. There was a great turnout of around 90 people. They enjoyed a fancy dinner, including steak and salmon. And they said it was a blessing that it all came together. Salmon? 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 What's her name? Couldn't be at the dinner herself, but her parents were there. Uh, but her and her mom went on their honeymoon trip. It was supposed to be their honeymoon to Belize. And they had a good time. So that was cool. So he left her, I mean, a week out. But then left her with all the... But I guess that would happen a lot if you're... Well, if it's like being traditional and your parents are taking care of it. Because your parents. It's not really her, probably. But her mm-hmm. parents. But that's neat that she turned it into something else. Also, I mean, to me, I'm like kind of on the fence about what you do at that point. Because once you're this far, at least with us, for sure, if you're 30 days in, you're not getting any money back, really. Or if it, you know what I mean? Like, a week out for sure. Yeah. And so what do you do at that point? I mean, if you're you a person who's having... Something. Yeah, but but if you're having cold feet or what, what do you call it? Is that what it's called? If you're, like, thinking, do you go through with the party and then tell them after the fact? Or do you do it before the... You know what I'm saying? Like, if what the would mayor, you do? If the, like... Say you're a week out from your wedding, a $50,000 wedding, and you are pretty sure that this is not what you want to do, but what do you do? <laughs> do you wait to tell them until after the wedding, or do you go ahead and do it? 
I'd say go ahead and tell them. <laughs> because there is, even though you're um, very likely not going to get any money back, there is a chance that some of your vendors will sympathize and give you your money back. We are not those vendors. <laughs> Cooked or whatever, but I mean, right, exactly. So, like, food and beverage will be able to. Um, I just don't know if it was that close to it if I wouldn't just go ahead and go through it and then have a conversation with them later so that everybody's not privy. I don't, I mean, is that terrible? Is that (laughs) I mean, this is actually something that comes up a lot in other stories. Do you tell them? Do you tell them now, or do you go through with the thing and tell them after the thing? Well, because nobody has to know after that, you know. As far as, like, because it's embarrassing. But, like, for engagements, like, there's a whole bunch of people here, so I'm going to say yes right now, and then I'll talk to him yeah, later. Yeah, absolutely. But what if I don't? What if I'm like, nah, and then, like, just leave wherever it is with my family and his family all there? Yeah, you know what? Hard pass. No, I don't know. Anyway, that was mine. The proposal with Sandra Bullock. Okay. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Tell me about it. I don't She's know. a boss, and she oh, has yeah. to um, go to a family event, and yeah. they always bitch about her not having blah, 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 and so they did. Um, she blackmailed him into being married so that she could stay in the United States. This one also took me down a dark hole. <laughs> But it looks like I do have something written here, so let's go ahead and talk about it. Forced marriages are things that happen a lot. So this went from a really like funny, cutesy rom-com movie to the majority of forced marriage cases in the UK come from a South Asian background. And the new statistics show an increase of people from a Romanian background reporting the crime. The country with the highest number of cases of forced marriage was Pakistan with uh, 44% of the total, followed by Bangladesh with 157 cases. There are many reasons behind why it happens. There's a protection of perceived cultural and religious beliefs that parents hold, and in many cases a child will be promised to someone from a young age. Breaking that promise between families is seen as a dishonorable act. So I read one story where a guy was like, he was 17, and his mom just randomly one day took him to Pakistan from the UK. And she was like, okay, you're getting married next week. And he had never met this person who was his first cousin. And he just cried and begged her not to leave him there. That's terrible. I know. So you keep trying to bring it up, and I'm going to bring it right back down. Golly. (laughs) This is fun. You guys going to keep listening? Um, Full House, this is stupid, but Uncle Jesse and Becky's wedding was almost ruined because he went to jail. Remember that? Um, No. Well, a bride in a Kurdish city of somewhere held a wedding ceremony on Friday night without her groom as music played to dancing guests and joyous family members. Turkish Special Operations Police had arrested the proud bride's husband-to-be a day earlier and already sent him to a heightened security prison in the city. 
Hide and security. Yeah, it happened when the grandma was driving. I mean, when the bride was driving from our hairdresser to the hen and I, a traditional event the bride celebrates with her close friends and family one day before tying the knot. There were no accusations. There was no conviction. Our court had upheld a sentence of three years and nine months in prison. Oh, my gosh. Over such many opposed that deemed the propaganda for terrorists. Anyway, so it was supposed to be he was a terrorist or insults to the president of that region. But the day before, he was just arrested. Not, not just. So was he actually a terrorist? No. They said he wasn't, but he had to do a... The hangover. <laughs> this one, specifically, I'm talking about the secret marriage. Like, they got married in Vegas. I don't know when. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if this was wild or just stupid. When I was 19, I got married in Vegas to a man I had been dating for just two months. We thought it would be funny to pretend to be married, but somewhere along the line, we made the decision to go to City Hall and sign the papers for real. Thanks, Tequila. <laughs> this one can also be a reference difference. Yeah. <laughs> that evening, we got married on the strip and spent the night sneaking... Sneaking, sneaking me into casinos and strip clubs. I lost my shoes, my debit card, and most of my self-respect. I was so embarrassed after the fact that I never told anything, anyone what I had done. The relationship didn't last, obviously, but I lived married to this guy for years without anyone knowing. Even now, only my closest friends and partners know about it. <laughs> That's sad to be that ashamed of something. For real. Okay, this is Scrubs. Did you ever watch that show? Scrubs, yeah, always. Well, Turk goes to the wrong wedding chapel. Oh, yeah. So this groom is definitely in some hot water with his bride. After a GPS mix-up led a groom to the wrong wedding venue, he nearly married a complete stranger instead of his fiance. Oh, yeah, so close. According to a report from Indonesian outlet, the unidentified groom was set to marry his bride on April 4th in Mainlang, a city in central Java. However, due to a Google Maps error, he wound up at a venue coincidentally hosting an engagement ceremony. With a house filled with wedding guests and a photographer, the groom and his entourage didn't immediately realize they were in the wrong venue. <laughs> the bride who was hosting the engagement party told the news reporters that the wrong groom arrived as she was getting her hair and makeup done somewhere else in the house. Because the groom and his family had been unexpectedly delayed en route to the ceremony, her family didn't realize that the group that had arrived was at the wrong venue. <laughs> so her family welcomed them, and then they proceeded to exchange their gifts. Oh, my gosh. The bride realized something was amiss when her photographer showed her the photos and videos he had taken of the groom and his group. They had even taken their seats and were ready for the ceremony to begin. I was shocked when I saw the man's group as I did not know any of them. When their groom's party also realized they were at an engagement celebration rather than his wedding, they promptly apologized. apologized this wasn't even a wedding. Collected their gifts and went to correct venue. So oh because maybe they have different ceremonies. They have a, it sounds like yeah. they have a ceremony for engagement as well as right. that. But so they, I mean, it took them a while to figure it oh out. Oh my That's gosh. funny, but it that was a DPS error. Wow. That same thing happened in Grey's Anatomy. Similar. Oh, yeah, it did happen in Grey's Anatomy because uh, Richard and them were all sitting and when they turned around, they were like, wait, it's yeah. not whoever it was, Jackson, or no, it was April. Uh, April and Jackson, I no, think. No, but it wasn't Jackson. Maybe. No, it was April with the other guy, right? I don't know. 
It was actually. It wasn't April at all. April was, was planning. Alex and Joe. Yes, it was yeah. Alex and Joe. Um, here I just I don't have any more. That was your last one, right? But I just have some uh, wedding fails that are of note. Um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. The wedding was crashed by Death Eaters. Oh yeah, that's a pretty serious. You don't want that. Yeah, I was trying to remember, but you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Um, wedding crashers, more crashers, yeah. crashers everywhere. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the major fail in a walk to remember in that wedding. Oh, what happened? Did she die at the end at the altar, or she like? I don't remember what happened. Nothing happened at the wedding. He just got married to a dying woman. Why didn't she die the next day? I don't know when she died. <laughs> Fuck. I was trying to. I don't. I no. No. I've seen. I can watch movies over and over again for real. Me too. Because I have no fucking clue. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, even if I know what happened, I'm still like, I hope they don't do that. Knowing that they still do. Go ahead. <laughs> so the last one I had was meet the parents because of an overbearing father-in-law, and I'm like, for sure, I can find. Some kind of funny story about a father-in-law. And I just went down another dark hole. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to the next podcast oh, stuff, really? research. Yeah, a lot of bad father-in-laws. Maybe you're having some bad energy today or something. I, I think I might like be. Isn't that weird that your internet search... Can't it really no, did. It really, but it really does. Stuff like depression and stuff was coming up. Weird but it's, shit. But it's, it's, it's yeah. the algorithm for however you say whatever you're saying. Right. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. So now well, my whole thing So is. now we know that Lisha's been in some dark, deep, dark places today. Also, when, okay. So when we come in our office, we, have, we haven't been coming as much as we normally do. And I think that it's moist in here. And so I think she comes in here and gets some freaking... Moist. Moist poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Moist poisoning. Yes. No. Yes. And Mildew. that's the name of the anyway. episode. <laughs> Moist poisoning. Thanks for listening. If you have any ideas for how we can... For real, I think we should leave. <laughs> should we do the other one, though? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should... I don't know what you should do, but I really do think that... We should sign off this episode. But I really think that we should okay. do something. Thanks for coming. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Yeah, thank you. See you next Tuesday. Moist, 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 moist,